When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Stop the car right now, wherever you are. It's the Jubal Show. Hopefully you just, everybody slammed on the brakes because you're, there's something that you're using in your car the wrong way and you could be in grave danger. Uh-oh. Also, if you actually believed me and stopped your car, you were probably in grave danger. Sorry about that. <laughs> Experts have released a new, I guess, new information about a thing in your car that you're probably not using correctly and that most people don't use correctly. And they say that you could be in trouble if you don't use this right. What? This is racking my brain, man. Like the trunk? What? What are you supposed to put in there? Yeah. <laughs> I was Junk. today. I was today years old when I realized that this mother right here was called the glove compartment. Not the glove compartment. The glove compartment. It's an acronym. And what does it stand for, you ask? The General Lori Utility Vault. What? What? And you're probably asking yourself, if you're dumb and American like me, what the <laughs> f*** is a lorry? It's just another British <laughs> word for truck. Which should make sense, because no one puts f***ing gloves in there. <laughs> <laughs> the glove box in your car. Oh, for actual gloves? Well... Let me just put in them? You're, they've released a list of what you should have in your glove box. Oh. But I didn't know that it wasn't called, it wasn't glove for gloves. I thought it was a glove. Like you, you put a glove on all the fingers, you put a glove, and then you take it off and you put it in That's the glove box. That's what I thought box. so too. Because well, back in the day, they used to always have driving gloves. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? That's why I thought that yeah. as well. You take out your driving, you take out your driving gloves from the glove box and right. then you pull up somewhere and then you take them <laughs> off and you flip them a little bit and then you put them in there and then you put on your cap and bounce out of the car, you know? Yeah. Out of the car. <laughs> you do keep one of the gloves with you to slap somebody if they insult you. Yes, what? or yeah, because there may need to be a duel at some point. Yes, but here, listen to this again. Yo, I was today. I was today years old when I realized that this mother right here was called the glove compartment, not the glove compartment, the glove compartment. It's an acronym. <laughs> and what does it stand for? You ask. The General Lori Utility Vault. What? And you're probably asking yourself, if you're dumb and American like me, what the f*** is a lorry? It's yeah. just another British word for truck, which should make sense because no one puts f***ing gloves in there. <laughs> <laughs> General truck utility. General. General lorry. Yeah, but I'm truck is yeah. what it means. So oh, I put oh, it in oh. English. General Thank truck you. utility vault. Vault. Well, experts vault. have released a list of suggestions on what you should have in your 
General Lore Utility Vault. <laughs> it's much easier to say glove box. Okay. Yeah, it really is. They say you should always have spare fuses in there. Wait, For what? Fuse. They okay. said it's good to have backups in case a fuse blows while you're on the road. What's a fuse used for? Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you laugh, but somebody and better here tell we me. Are. Yeah, exactly. So inside, your, if you open up your uh, hood, there's a little box in there, and it's got a bunch of fuses in it, and those control various things, like the lights on your dash and the lights yeah. here oh. and, the, and the electronics from computer A to computer B right. and all the other what? stuff. So you can have spares in there in your glove box, which... I'm not Very using smart. my glove box like it's 1985. <laughs> I got a cell phone now. I can call a mechanic on the road. Bring AAA, me a baby. Fuse. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen that fuse box that you're talking about. Yeah. And I've looked under my hood. I doubt that. <laughs> they also say that you should keep a multi-tool, like a Swiss Army knife. That includes smart. pliers, a screwdriver, and a small knife on it oh. at all times in your glove box. That could be dangerous. Yeah. And get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which cop pulls you over. <laughs> Pen and paper. Yeah, that's legit. always something that you should have in your glove box. An unreasonable about um, an unreasonable amount of times lately I've needed a pen and paper in the car. Really? You I don't have- do you have a pen and paper in the car, producer Brad? No. No. I never do. And I always like I need I need it sometimes and I'm like, I thought I had one in here. If I only and then I don't have I don't even know where like it's really frustrating I should always keep a pen and paper in the car well I, I always agree with that it, one like you know on the side you know that little side spot that's like where you throw trash and stuff I usually keep pens there it's probably used for oh. something else but I call it a trash can too. <laughs> what's a prepper gal keep in her glove box I'm a snacker reusable cutlery in a cute little case and for any friends I might have along for the ride napkins and a straw floss lactate shout wipes Tylenol at the ready might all for that specialty time of the month paper and writing utensils how big is her glove Box. <laughs> yeah. box on this one. This pen's a little special because it's also a multi-tool. Flashlight, a window breaker, screwdriver, whistle, and can opener. Swiss army knife, regular knife, flashlight, tape measure in case I'm shopping or running errands, and a travel john <laughs> urine bag in case you gotta go and you urine can't bag? go. Holy crap, was that, was that girl a Boy Scout? <laughs> She's got everything. <laughs> she like Marie kondo her glove box to make it all fit in, in my there. Windows Always in my door, window spike, seatbelt, cutter, flashlight. To my right, personal alarm, change for a meter, car water bottle, first water bottle. My beauty tip of the day, I always drive with fishing gloves. Great grip, free tips, wrinkle-free hands. My passenger side seat has a quick grab bag. I conceal it with a stinky old sweatshirt. Not like anyone's looking to break into this box. Ta-da! She's <laughs> got an important meeting. Hand sanitizer, because everybody's gross. Bug spray, because I love a picnic. Hand lotion, phone charger, pen, wet wipes, Kleenex and scissors, floss, and a purse holder in case I'm going to a restaurant. Someone needs to join me no problem what do you keep in your glove box wow. not all that i don't that know is how... the most prepared person on the planet does it really fit in her glove box because back in the day it used to be called a a hoochie bag but not that but i just edited it and you'd have it in your trunk oh. so how do you fit that in your glove box oh, what do you mean like the clothes and stuff yeah i have no idea that's pretty amazing I, I'm flabbergasted by the amount of things she puts in there, but also I will say, please do get a window breaker and a seatbelt cutter and put it in your glove box. I do That's have one a really of those. good idea. And then every once in a while, just for fun, use it on your car. Yes, yeah, or oh. someone else. Meanwhile, I was impressed by the floss and the wet wipes, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you guys looked in your glove box? I keep napkins. Uh, Only napkins, napkins in there. Napkins yeah. in my insurance. <laughs> you, so know? you. That's it. Victoria, what do you keep in your glove box? I... Same thing, napkins. Uh, <laughs> Napkin I think holder. I have a few granola bars in case I get hungry while I'm driving. Smart. There's a lot of traffic. 
I think that's it. I don't even have a water bottle. I need to put a water bottle in there. Oh, I need to put my insurance in there. Ah, yeah, they you? say your in- proof of insurance and registration. We're going over a list of what experts say you should have in your glove box at all times. A tire pressure gauge, your vehicle's <laughs> manual, and oh, a flashlight. Well, I think that's in there. I think the manual is in there okay, by but default. Who's going to read the manual? I don't know, but it's there in case. <laughs> I don't see anyone reading their manual. I'm sorry. Have you ever read a car manual that you've gotten when you've no, gotten a car? I've flipped through it. Yeah. If you look at the pictures, I just I hire somebody that knows how to do that. Yeah, I've never looked at the manual either. You can make a face, but that's the one thing I didn't decide to I'm be an expert say, in. No, I, I feel I feel like the outcast. I, I read the manual. What? I've read the manual of every car I've had. Are you serious? That's <laughs> how I know how to change things on my steering wheel and stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but he also, like, will read the manual on anything that gets delivered to his house. Oh, it's a new spoon. That's it came true. with a manual. <laughs> I will read this. <laughs> I don't think I've ever read a manual on anything. (laughs) That explains a lot. Yeah, that does explain a lot. (laughs) He's a DIY king, but you know. Also getting flashbacks from being a kid being like, take a minute and read the instructions. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just open it and play with it right away. You got to figure it out. Read the instructions. (laughs) Maybe that's why I don't read manuals very much. (laughs) It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, um, I'm looking for Weston. Oh, um, yeah, this is his phone, but huh? he's just stepped out for the moment. Uh, can oh. I help you? Yes, um, my name is Pete Eakins. I'm calling from consignment. And if you could just pass along a message for me that the earrings he had here for sale, they just sold. So we got a big check for him if he wants to call me back and come pick it up. Um, I'm sorry, what? It's. You're a you're a consignment store. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, consignment stores where you drop something off and we keep it here in the store, and then someone comes in and buys it, and then we give you some of the money. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But like, what did you say was were sold? Oh well, the other day, Wes. I'm sorry. I, I mean, let me just check if I. Uh, so, who are you that I'm speaking with? Uh, this is Weston's wife. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, your hubby <laughs> came in the other day with a beautiful pair of diamond earrings. I mean, gorgeous. Uh-huh. And we had them on for sale, and they just sold, so uh, you're going to make a pretty no, penny on that sale right there, because they were, they, uh... Oh, my God, he better not. Those, I think those are my earrings. Like, okay, so they were, they were diamonds? And yep. they're like, like, like the vintage. View, yes, very. Okay, so you know which one I'm talking about, then. Yeah, so you got to be pretty excited too. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. What he? Like, I don't understand. My husband Weston. Uh-huh. You, you're sure that it was Weston? He, he came in with earrings to sell. Well, I don't know how I would have the phone number and all the info. And by the way, I got a check for two hundred and fifty dollars for you guys. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, 250 big ones for no. you guys. No, 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 no. Like, mm-hmm. those are my grandmother's earrings, okay? Mm-hmm. They are very priceless. And they're not priceless. They're worth $10,000, okay? They've been passed down from family member to family member. And I lost them last week, okay? So huh. that's what I don't understand, that he's coming into the store with them to be sold. You cannot those earrings um well <laughs> i think yes i can because we signed a little contract dealy thingy and they've already no. been sold the customer left with them just a little while ago sold them sold them for uh, what the f- oh my god i'm gonna f- 
kill him and then I'm going to kill you. Like, where? I, what's the name of this confinement store again? Okay, so what the f- it doesn't sound like you're happy about uh, the 250 big ones. Uh, yeah, you bet your ass I'm not happy. Like, first of all, my dumb ass husband, who I think he stole my earrings, which I thought that I lost so he could sell them to some consignment store. And then on top of that, you sell them for a fraction of what they're worth. $200, however much you sold them for, there were $10,000. And who, who bought them? Uh, I Well, a couple of teenagers came in, actually. They had saved up what allowance. The what the do teenagers know about diamond earrings? Vintage Diamond earrings for my family. Grandma's earrings. Ten thousand dollars. You understand what you just did? I uh, well, I thought I was making you guys uh, a hefty profit of two hundred and fifty dollars there. No, huh? you just lost me precious memories. And you know what you did? Actually, actually, you just got your whole business shut down because I'm not. You, you bet your ass I'm gonna get a lawyer and come after you. You stupid negligent. Okay, well then I'll just let you know that this is a prank phone call then. This is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you. And your husband Weston set you up because he actually found the earrings last week. (laughs) He said that you lost some diamond earrings that were passed down in your family. (laughs) And he found them, but he wanted to phone prank you first before he gave them back. (laughs) Okay, well, I still stand by that my husband is a dumb Okay. <laughs> Wake up every morning with Jubal phone pranks. Weekday mornings on the 20s. It's time for what's trending with Nina. You know, today's a national holiday you probably didn't even realize. What? It's called National Quitters Day. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, we're not talking about quitting your jobs. Oh, it's all I was about, about to celebrate. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're not quitting. <laughs> it's about ditching your resolution. Science says that after about 80% of people abandon their resolutions by the second Friday in the Whoa. new year. That's fast. Yeah. That's also kind of negative, right? Like, what a negative spin. Why would you call it Quitter's Day? Why can't it just be like, okay, try again day? <laughs> you know? You that's how up. we got here, Nina. That's how not- we got to a world in which people are quitting their resolutions because we told them it was okay to quit. It all depends on how you look at quitting. Oh. Okay. You know? Please like, share. I think quitting sometimes is just accepting. Like, eh. <laughs> I'm not going to get to that goal. (laughs) So I'm going to accept that I'm not going to get there and then move it along to something else. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No. No? Accepting defeat? No, Uh, I don't don't think accepting mediocrity. (laughs) 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 Like for yourself, just going, oh, well, I tried and that sucked. It was too hard. Like, I don't know. I don't don't like that. I mean, it's only mediocrity if you look at it like it's mediocrity, right? If you just looked at it, look at it as it is what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get there, and it's fine. But, see, I wouldn't feel fine about that. <laughs> like, yeah. effort. I still don't yeah. feel fine about that. <laughs> if I said I'm gonna do something, then it, you know you got to do it. Yeah. And see, that's the problem psychology-wise, though, is because it puts a lot of pressure on yourself, and that's why people don't do their resolutions a lot. They put so much pressure on themselves that they like have to get there and they have to get it done, and it becomes more of a stressor than something that is motivating. But if you don't put some type of pressure on yourself to get something done, does it ever get done? I think no. so. Do you uh, ever achieve you what do, it is that you set to achieve if you don't hold yourself accountable? If you do micro goals and you look at the small picture, you'll get to the big picture. You know, but if you don't put like if you don't it takes put you longer. <laughs> yeah, but this I mean, this is a good example of like two very different types of kind of there. There are people who have to put pressure on themselves sure. or they won't like they will not like 
true. do that mm-hmm. thing. And there are other people who are like, hey, too much pressure means I'm definitely not going to do it. So I'm going to break it down into small things. That's the two perfectly yeah. acceptable ways to go about goal, reaching goals. Yeah. And also, let me be clear. I'm not saying that you're a quitter. And like, that's not okay. I'm saying that instead of looking at it as, as you just gave up, go, it's cool. I can try again. You yeah. fall down, you get right back up. Dust that's yourself I mean. off and try again. By acceptance. <laughs> you know, like yeah. accept it. Hey, it didn't happen by this time, but it'll still happen. Sometimes though, you set a goal that you didn't actually want to hit. Exactly. What? That's true too. Like sometimes people like are trying to force a goal that they think they want, but it's not actually what they want because they're so stressed out about looking at the goal rather than letting the story unfold. And then you get to actually where you really want to go. Yeah. yeah, but then that's a clear pivot. And then you see okay, a different... I think we just think about this stuff differently. Yeah. I didn't know this was going to be such a deep conversation, <laughs> but you know what? I really good, appre- good to I appreciate it. Um, I just look at life like this. Nothing is important and then everything is important at the same time. But nothing really is that important. It stresses me out. Right? I know. It, does. it stresses a lot of people out. It stresses out. me out. It stresses our boss out, too. Because I'm like, hey, guess what? If everything falls apart with this job and everything else, who cares? Because they're, we only are doing this weird thing that we're doing, walking through this weird video game that we live in, and we don't even know what it means. So this job and this stupid money might mean nothing. So who cares? Also, it's very important because I want to be successful at it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to die and go somewhere else. And I'm going to look down and be like, why was I so stressed out about that stupid money thing? You guys, I'm way too sober for this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's trending. First date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. If you want to win the Jubal Show's trip to the Caribbean, you got to listen at 810. Trip is on the phone today for a first date follow-up, and he's getting ghosted by a girl named Bree, and he really liked her and has no idea why. So we're about to call her in a minute and see if she'll tell us why she's ghosting him and maybe get him another date. But first, Trip, how long has it been since you heard from Bree? Uh, it's been a couple of days now. About four or five, maybe. Okay. okay. How many times have you reached out to her in that time? Just, you know, just a, just a couple. Um, I, I texted her like right after her date uh, to, to see what was going on and, and hadn't heard anything back. And uh, then, you know, like one other time a, a day later, and, and then I, I just texted her again yesterday to see if she was okay and, and still nothing. Well, why don't you tell us about your date then, Trip? How did that go? Um, yeah, oh, okay, sure. Um, so we met on uh, uh, The League. Are you guys familiar? Yeah. The League? What's okay. that? Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a higher end dating app um, where oh. you have to get approved to join, and it's for like business professionals and stuff who you know want to achieve like big things in their life. Yeah, I think I have heard uh, of that. Yeah. Then okay, so you met on there, so you guys are both high powered execs with <laughs> business cards. At least you're aligned with business cards. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I do okay, and then Bree does uh, does pretty well too. So we, we yeah, you know, we're, okay. we're doing doing all right. So, uh, you know, we got to talking, and, and uh, so we decided to go to, to like, a higher-end steakhouse for, for our date. I sent out uh, a car to pick her up, um, you know, really rolled out the red car- carpet for her, you know. And it was, uh, we, we dropped a good chunk of change on this. You know, we got caviar, a seafood tower, uh, a pretty nice bottle of wine. She seemed really into all of it. She, she was, you know, all, all lit up and was really excited by, by getting a car to pick her up and uh and all of that uh conversation was good we ate a bunch we drank a bunch uh, initially you know i i had invited her back to my place and she said yeah 
Um, and then, uh, but you know, then she kind of changed her mind. Um, she like stepped away to the bathroom, uh, and, uh, came back and was like, uh, I need to go home. So she went to the bathroom, came back and said she needed to go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think happened in that time where she said, yes, and I need to go home? I mean, you know, we ate a lot and drank a lot. So I'm assuming she was a little, uh, uh, you know, embarrassed um, that <laughs> maybe some some tummy troubles were were heading her way. You know. Oh, okay. Okay. Felt like she got too drunk or ate too much. No, yeah. I don't. I don't think she was too drunk. I think she ate too much and, and maybe uh, maybe maybe some, you know was worried about about um, what you know what I might see the the next morning. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay, in my bathroom. Oh, um, I see. That's one way to spiral. Yeah. <laughs> do you, I mean? Do you think that's why she ghosted you though? Because yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything else. Like, like I said, the conversation was great. She had initially said yes to coming back to my place. Uh, um, so I, I know there was was nothing in the conversation that would have thrown her off. Um, so you know, that's that's really all I can think of, and, and that she's like embarrassed to be that she had to say no, and so you know, has been kind of like weird because she thinks I'm I'm judging her, but like I I totally am not, and want her to know I'm I'm okay, and that she shouldn't be embarrassed by it or anything. Went to the bathroom, came back, and then left. Uh, basically, you know, she was there for, for like a, you know, a few more kind of wrap up moments, but, but she got out of there pretty quick. Oh, I was just going to say, did you get her a car home? Uh, I did, of course. Like, yeah. Um, I think the car, the car got her there. So like, okay. Maybe she had a thing for the car guy. Oh, maybe that's it. (laughs) Interception. (laughs) I'm sorry. I hope that's not the case, but I mean, I mean, mean, me too. Like, you know, I'd, I'd I'd be really bummed out if I got her the best looking car guy (laughs) in the city, you know? All right. Well, Uh, we'll try to figure it out for you. We'll play a song. Come back and then call her and see if she'll tell us why she's ghosting you and maybe get you another date, okay? All right, thanks. All right, we'll play a song, come back, get your first date follow-up next. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. First date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at advocateslaw.com. 
you're just joining us for today's first day follow-up, Trip is on the phone, and he's getting ghosted from a date that he went on with a woman named Bree, and we're about to call her and see if she'll tell us why she's ghosting him and maybe get him another date. But before we do that, Trip, why don't you catch everybody up on your date with Bree? Uh, yeah, uh, we went to um, went to a high-end steakhouse. Uh, we uh, we really, you know, ate and drank the night away, and, uh, you know, I sent a car to pick her up, and uh, then she stepped back. She went to the bathroom, came back, and like was like, ooh, I got to go home right now. Uh, <laughs> and, and you think maybe the reason you're getting ghosted is because she had to go to the bathroom really bad, and she's embarrassed. Yep, that's exactly what I think it is. Okay. All right. We'll see if we can figure it out for you. You ready for us to call her? You better believe it. Okay, here mm-hmm. we go. Hi, may I speak to Bree, please? This is Bree. Bree, how are you? My name is Jubal, and I host a radio show. It's called The Jubal Show. Hi, Bree. The radio show is here. My name's Nina. Hi, and I'm Victoria. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. Do you ever listen to the show? Yeah. If you ever heard a first date follow-up before, where we call somebody oh who's gosh. been on a date and they've been ghosted, so we get the other person on the phone to find out why they've been ghosted, then I'll just tell you that's what this is. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We got an email about you from a guy named Trip. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. He says that you haven't (laughs) talked to him since your date. It's been about a week. Said -hmm. that you guys met on Mm -hmm. the dating app, The League, which is like a very successful people dating app. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Then he told us that you guys went out to dinner and you went to the bathroom Mm -hmm. during dinner at one point and came back and we're like, I got to go. And that's the last you heard from you. Oh, it's interesting. That's his um, interpretation of the date. Okay. So that's not it? Well, I feel like he's leaving out some major points. (laughs) I mean, the date was initially lovely. You know, Um, we went to a nice place. I felt like he was really trying to impress me and like money was not an option. He was ordering all the things. Mm. And... I did think there was potential there for a good portion of the date. It really wasn't until the end where things really unraveled. Um, again, I, I can't believe he left all of this out. But um, so the bill comes and he took a screenshot of the bill and then his phone rang. It was his mom. She's sitting there. Um, it seemed like she wanted to recap everything we had ordered to make sure the bill was correct, like that he was being charged correctly. <laughs> and it, it was a large bill, but he was one that insisted on ordering like all the things. Took a picture and sent it to his mom to act like, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like Ask it. Ask her to pay for it? Huh. Uh, <sighs> yeah, and then so he told his mom, as I'm sitting there, that I'm going to go back to his place, which was already very weird. But then she was saying things like, don't worry, I'll be responsible um, and then he said, I know I'll be on my best behavior. And, and I'm not sure what the conversation was completely, but it just, it just gave me the ick immediately. Like, I love a mama's boy, but this was like a bottle fed mama's boy. From what I understand, I think the money is his mom's money. Uh, and she wants to know what he's spending it on. So we have to send a photo of the check so there, no, there, there like, aren't any surprises. Like, even if that's the thing. Wouldn't you want to send it like later? Thanks for telling us, Bree. He didn't tell us that part. Yeah, no. Of course. He didn't. Well, he probably doesn't think it's weird because he openly did it. 
Bree, guess what? He's actually on the phone listening and has been listening and wants to talk to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hi, hi Bree. <laughs> hi. Hi. Uh, I guess you would, I guess I, I wish you would have said something about it. it. It's never struck me as weird. My mom's been a financial manager for a long time. So like she always, she always loves to, you know, double check bills and, and is very involved in money. Like it's a pretty normal thing to do when your parents an expert, you know? And look sure. at the end of the day, like I, I get what you're saying about her being involved. Like I, I totally do. But, uh, you know, once, once my mom falls in love with you, like she won't, she definitely won't be as involved. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just kind of a now thing. What, what do you mean by that? Well, I, I mean, you know, she, she worries, she worries that, uh, that, that people are like after me for my money and, and her money, you know, both of our monies. Um, so, you know, once, once she meets you and like approves of you and stuff, she'll, she'll definitely like back off. It won't be as big a deal when she knows that you're in it for the right reasons. Oh, that oddly makes sense. Okay. Yeah. In a way it does. I just, I wonder if money, if you're afraid of people liking you for money, then maybe flashing it in the beginning is maybe not the move. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, but like, you know, again, the, the league is a, a place for successful people. And like, like I assume, I assume that anyone I meet on there is, is also comfortable with money and used to seeing money spent. So like, you know, it's, it's not about flashing it. It's about providing a, uh, a level of, um, I don't know, comfort, familiarity, like confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the lovely day and I think you're, you're a lovely guy, but I, I just do not feel comfortable with that much mothering. Like that was just to me like next level. And I find it very hard to believe that she will back off <laughs> once she finds someone she approves of. Well, I mean, she, she will, that's kind of her MO be very engaged up front and, and, uh, and then back off when she's confident. Mm, like I have a lot of friends that have mother-in-laws that they, <laughs> and it's not, it's not that way. Listen, no offense. I'm sure she's lovely too, but that is just not something I can sign up for. Well, Bree, would you like to go on another date with Trip? We'll pay for it. Yeah. You know, I'd really love to see you again. And, you know, the second date is always the date where I, I, I take someone to, to meet my mom. So, you know, you could get you that screwed away. <laughs> okay. Expedite the process. <laughs> You know, I, I still, I think I'm going to have to stick with my no thank you. I, I, I've i never met someone's parents on the second date, and <laughs> this just seems like a lot for me right from the get. Um, I just don't think we're a match. You know, on, on the date you mentioned that you like quiche. Well, my mom makes a really great quiche. Like, you'd be missing out a great opportunity for a good quiche. I mean, Bree, come on. We got to love a good quiche. Quiche Lorraine, hit it. Right. Again, I just don't think that that's. I I don't want to lead you on trip. You seem like a nice guy, but I I I just think I got the ick, and I don't think I can come back from it. And if I went over there for a second date, 
I'd be just going over there for the quiche. And I don't want to for the quiche. Nice of you. At least you're honest. <laughs> Jubal's first date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorney. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. It's time for What's Trending with Nina. Have you been participating in the nose cover trend? Oh, God. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, leave it to Gen Z to jump on the nose cover trend. Anyway... It's not me that's banging on Gen Z, by the way. These, This is truly what the story is. But basically, over the holidays, I guess a bunch of like celebrity kids and celebrities and family photos would cover their face and cover their nose mm-hmm. because parents have a habit of posting photos without permission. And so everybody's like, oh, that's genius because grandma shouldn't be posting pictures of me looking silly. So if I cover my <laughs> face, nobody will know. So you Not cover, my logic. This is explaining you to what it is. Interesting. Well, you cover your nose so they won't post a picture of you. Looking ridiculous. Like maybe it hides your double chins or like maybe you're not smiling. Huh. Right. I, I think the solution to that would be be okay with yourself. <laughs> okay. You know what? The book of Jubal's really been cracked open today. <laughs> and he is full of wisdom. <laughs> Keep I mean, going. Go yeah, ahead. No, I'm just saying that's it. Like, um, it's your nose. Love it. I don't think that they're hiding from their nose. Love your nose. Well, if they don't want their picture, or well, if it's your double chin, let's say, love that chin. It's yours. Maybe. Like, love that sweet little double chin. Twice. But, but maybe yeah. they love the chin. They just feel like if you're going to use my likeness in a photo, you should have permission or pay me to do that. Well, yeah, Z yeah, out definitely. here thinking anybody so, gives a crap about them, their likeness. Hide, Give me a break. Hide I mean, my face. Okay, so it's yeah. Unless you give permission, you should absolutely charge your grandma. Like if she's <laughs> going to post a picture of you, I mean, you should definitely. She should be paying for that. I think we're trying okay. to hide more from not even just grandma. It's grandma's Facebook and what grandma yeah. has to post on Facebook. Like, whoa, grandma, <laughs> pictures are for the family and family only. Keep Why? Facebook out of it. See. That's the logic. I mean, that's exactly me. what she said is the logic of oh, the nose right. cover trend. But my grandma, you're totally going to use Facebook if you want. I'm cute. You're good. <laughs> 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 I'm cute. <laughs> grandma, I'm not covering my nose in any picture. Actually, grandma, I wish you would get out of my picture. <laughs> All the family. And I want you to just post me because I'm cute AF. <laughs> and that's what's trending. You don't have enough money. Okay. Right here. It says right here in this, this account, we have $401,000. Jackpot. You missed it. Nope. Uh, that says you have a 401k account. <laughs> it's time for America's favorite trivia game, You versus Victoria. Your chance to take on our own Victoria Ramirez in a game of trivia to see who gets to walk around all day popping their car- collar being like, I'm the king of the trivia world, suckers. Yeah. Uh. And also tickets to see Nicki Minaj. And let's meet today's contestant for You versus Victoria, Kelly. What's up, Kelly? Good morning. Good morning. Aww, How are you? Hi. Hi, studio. Hi. <laughs> Kelly. I like, Kelly. I like you already, yeah. Are you ready to take on Victoria? I am ready. Let's rumble. <laughs> <laughs> put you in my pocket. I'm going to send Victoria. Yeah, I know. Kelly, you have a lot of energy this morning. I like that about you. Have, do you always have this much energy or in the morning? I'm pumped up, Jubal. I just stay this way all day. There you go. <laughs> Stay pumped up. You ain't got to get pumped up. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Victoria's leaving the studio. And Kelly, the game is played like this. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass. And Victoria has to beat you outright to win. And the door is closed. She's outside. Here we go. Kelly, your time starts now. 
What city served as the temporary capital of the United States? Austin, Texas. Who discovered the land we now call the United States of America? Christopher Columbus. What year did music artist Harry Styles first appear on X Factor? 2008. What part of the body do dogs sweat from? Their paws. On a highway, what does HOV stand for? Human over. Oh gosh, I don't even know. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. It was a good try, though. Uh, we'll bring Victoria back in the studio. So Kelly, other than being pumped up all the time, what would you like the world to know about you? I want world peace. I want kids to have food, and I think we should just be kind to each other. Yeah, I would agree with you one hundred percent. You know what's weird, Kelly? Is there are literally people what? out there when you said that, like, nope. <laughs> Why would anybody disagree well, with that? But they do. Some people. Me. They oh. need a cookie and a hug. <laughs> yeah, they do. They yeah, need a they do yeah. need a cookie and a hug. And the next time I encounter one of those people, I'll be like, right, you just need here. Here's a cookie. Come give me a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that would change somebody's yeah. life. Here's a cookie and a hug. Now go away. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Victoria's back in studio with her headphones on. Victoria, here we go. Thirty seconds to answer as many Good questions luck, as possible. Oh, thanks, Kelly. Ever. If you don't know one, just say pass. <laughs> and you have to beat Kelly outright to win. I hope you lose, Nick. What? what? Well, <laughs> Kelly's so cool. That's yeah. I don't really have your much. time starts now. Oh, what, what, what city cool. served as the temporary capital of the United States? Austin. Who discovered the land we now call the United States of America? The people. What year did music artist Harry Styles first appear on X Factor? Uh, 2010. No, no, no. 16. Uh, I'll go 12. What part of the body do dogs sweat from? Her face? On a highway, what does HOV stand for? Um, humbling on vehicles. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I want another one. I was thinking. <laughs> All right. Time is up. Let's send it on over to the scoreboard and see how you guys did with our scoreboard producer, Brett. Kick-ass Kelly, you got one correct. Congratulations. Ooh. Victoria got zero. Thank you. Oh. Kelly, you did it. Really? You beat Victoria. I can't believe it. <laughs> we can. <laughs> you got the Nicki Minaj tickets and feel free to walk around today and tell everybody you're the king or well, queen. I'm sorry. You're queen. the queen of the trivia world, suck up. <laughs> Make sure to add the sucker part. I'm my collar, Jubal. There you go. There it is. She's ready. <laughs> All right, let's go over the Thank answers. Thank you. I love you guys. Love you too. Thank you. I'm so glad she won. <laughs> um, Philadelphia <laughs> served as the temporary capital of the United States. That's close. I don't know how to say this name. Amerigo Vespucci. Vespucci. America. Amerigo Vespucci. That's why Christopher Columbus can suck it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I've gone on rants about Columbus too much, and we don't have the time now. Right. But what a Fuck hack, up. man. <laughs> and they don't really teach you that um, he did not. He's not the guy. America, America Vespucci found America. Are you related Columbus to America? Vespucci? Landed on an island and was like, I did it. No. And also that America dude did it before you, Columbus. At least we did call it America after That's him. That's true. Yeah. Except nobody knows. I feel so bad for I that dude. Yeah. That. yeah. Nobody, I feel so bad for America Vespucci. We never met, you know, but like I feel bad for him. Is that why this is America? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't anybody teach you that? 
Because yeah. for some reason they want for some reason they want to teach you that Columbus discovered it all Why? when the dude didn't even land where he wanted to. <laughs> well, everybody needs that to know. Up. What a chump! <laughs> I did so this on bad. purpose, by the way. <laughs> did you really? Okay, well yeah. I'll just I'll divert it. You want to talk about Harry Styles? <laughs> Harry Styles first appeared on X Factor in 2010. No! Dogs actually sweat from their paws, and HOV stands for High Occupancy Vehicle. I was close. (laughs) Kelly, thank you for playing. Appreciate you. My pleasure. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. This is such an educational show. Have a great day. Yeah, have a great day. (laughs) Well, it makes me feel like I'm not educated. Well, same. It's not your fault you're not educated. They, for some reason, they do it on purpose. You were taught what you were taught, but you were just taught by, for some reason, the people in this country who teach you that the guy who didn't discover it discovered it. What is that? I don't get it. I really don't. It's like showing up to the wrong address and being like, yeah, I found your house. No, you didn't. You're like really heated about this. I am. I get so angry about it because I'm like, why don't? Why does nobody really know this? It's because they don't teach it. Yeah, man. Preach. You so do weird. Google. Thank you. Yeah. It's just a dude. Like, <laughs> He's about to be like a guest lecturer. <laughs> oh my god. I can't talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me take credit for that one guy who found it before me's work because I didn't know what I was doing and I hit the wrong spot. And then also going. I was very mean to people when I got there. Still going. You, should, you should just change Christopher Columbus's Wikipedia page. Like you can edit those. And just Christopher Columbus was a hack who stole people's <laughs> discoveries. <laughs> hey, we play you versus Victoria the same time every single weekday morning. And also... Remember, at this same time every single weekday morning, a chance, your chance, to win a trip to the Caribbean. The Jubal Show wants to send you to the Caribbean for a, uh, hold on, let me get my paper here, (laughs) for a four-day, three-night vacation for two to any Sandals resort with locations in Curacao, Jamaica, and the Bahamas, including round-trip airfare. Enter the keyword beach. B-E-A-C-H at thejubalshow.com slash sandals. Thejubalshow.com slash sandals. And you could be going to the Caribbean. Pretty much where Christopher Columbus went and went, I found America, everybody. (laughs) It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. Lila is on the phone today for To Catch a Cheater, and she thinks that her boyfriend of three years named Corey might be messing around on her, so we're about to see if we can help her out and find out if he is. Hopefully he isn't, but Lila, tell us what's going on. Why do you think Corey might be cheating? Yeah, so um, Corey and I have been together for about three years, um, and it's it, we have a really close relationship, so I, I just want to say that. Like, I've never worried about him cheating before, but um, anyway, so we, we go out to the clubs, you know, all the time together, and sometimes we go on our own or like with friends, like if somebody, which is totally fine. Cause like sometimes you just want to stay in, in the house. So sometimes we go out together and sometimes we go out separately. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so, um, our friend Lindsay, she knows both of us really well. She was out one night. Um, and Corey went out that night too, but I stayed home and Lindsay took a bunch of photos, um, and posted them on Insta. And I was just like looking through them. Um, and there's, I saw a photo that, worried me so there's a there's a photo of the dj 
Um, and he's like in his spotlight. So you, you can see him and there's all these people around him. There's like a VIP booth. So like, because of the spotlight, you can't really, you can see there's a lot of people, but you can't see the people's faces. Um, but I could see the bodies in the booth and I could see that there was a girl in the booth sitting on a guy's lap in the booth. Okay. Yeah. So, so I can't see their faces, but I could see the guy's shoes, like the guy that she's in the lap of, I could see his shoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got Corey like really expensive custom made Nikes. Like you can make Nikes and, um, they're purple and they're green and they're like one of a kind. Like I made them like online, like especially for him. So I think, I don't think there's any way that anybody else could have those Nikes. You know, when I, you see I your man's them feet for him. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, when you see yeah. your man's feet, period. <laughs> Shoes, are yeah. you know, yeah. So I can't see the faces of anybody, but I can see the shoes. But I, I, I feel like I can't like a hundred, hundred percent tell if it's Corey or not. So, so that's why I called you. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Have you said anything to him or? No, and I'm not like like I said, like we have a really good relationship, so I'm not like scared to talk to him about it. But I, I, I really don't want to accuse him of something because it might be innocent it might be it might i might be wrong like maybe i'm looking at it wrong um so yeah so i'm not i'm not afraid but i haven't said anything to him yet i mean that's kind of true though there could have been like a drunk girl just sitting on his lap that he wasn't like excited about he was just fine being a a cushion a lap <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe maybe he was just a lap maybe he was just a seat and it wasn't anything you know yeah but you could also just mm -hmm. i don't say push her off yeah say, i mean hey. he could he could, and he probably should have if that was the case. But. Would you be okay with that if that was the case? If somebody was sitting in his lap, but it was like she was just hammered and, you know, just jumped on his lap, basically? I mean, maybe. I mean, I guess the picture only shows you, like, in the moment, so you don't know what happened before or after that. But it's still, like, she's in, she is in his lap, like, mm. fully in his okay. lap, you know? And it's hard because I can't see their faces, so I don't know if he's, like, whoa, like, this is bad or if he's really into it. So, right. I mean, I guess he would have to... He'd have to say he'd have to say, tell me what what was going on before and after that photo. But it, it doesn't make me feel good. Honestly, it makes me feel not great. And you trust him or are there other reasons that you might think that he would do that? No, I trust him. I mean, you know, we have a really good relationship. And when we go out to the club, it's, you know, it's just him and me together. So I feel like, you know, I wasn't there that, that night. So I have to kind of like. And like I said, like we go to the clubs alone without each other all the time. And I, I trust him every time, but it's like, I don't get photos the next day that make me question that trust. So, right. so I, 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 but I care about him a lot, a lot and like we have a really good relationship. So I'm just hoping it was like a mistake or like you said, like something just happened in the moment and it just happened to be in the photo. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, you told us what grocery store he's a rewards card member at. So we will call up, pretend to be from the grocery store and tell him that every single month we choose one lucky rewards card member who gets free flowers delivered to anybody that they want, and we'll see if he sends those flowers to you or to somebody else, okay? Okay. All right, we'll play a song, come back, and get your To Catch a Cheater next. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. Right in the middle of To Catch a Cheater. If you're just joining us, Lila is on the phone, and she thinks that her boyfriend of three years, Corey, might have cheated on her. So we're about to see. So we're about to call him and pretend to be from the grocery store that he's a rewards card member at and say that he's the lucky winner of 36 long stem red roses to be delivered anywhere in the entire country. And we'll see if he sends those flowers to Lila or to somebody else. But before we do that, Lila, why don't you refresh everybody's memory about your situation? Yeah, so my my good friend posted some pictures from the club um, a little bit ago, and there was a picture of a, a girl in a guy's lap, and I could tell that the guy is the, has shoes. <laughs> there are Corey's shoes. They're like one-of-a-kind custom shoes. So I think somebody was in his lap, and I don't know for how long, and I don't know the situation, but I want to see if he's going to send me flowers or if he's going to send them to this like mystery woman in his lap. Okay, and if he, if he sends you flowers, are you still going to ask him about that picture yeah i mean i want to know i just want to like i want to know the situation what was going on i mean maybe she tripped and fell into his lap or maybe she's been there for a long time so i i want to i want to hear what he has to say Mm -hmm. about about that photo yeah cool okay here we go hi this is gorble calling from I was looking for our rewards card member named Corey. Oh, yeah, that's me. Hi, Corey. Please don't hang up. This is not a marketing phone call. I'm actually calling to say thank you very much for shopping with us. You're this month's big winner. Congratulations. Do I leave my card there or something? It's so funny because I uh, I want a scratch off this morning. So I'm too, I'm too prepared to Oh, wow. Double win day, I guess, for you. Um, yeah. I don't know about you leaving a card here, but... Have you seen the promotion that we're doing? Every single month, we choose one rewards card member at random to say thank you very much for being such a loyal customer. We're doing flower delivery now, and you just won 36 long stem red roses, a box of chocolates, and a card to be delivered anywhere in the United States, absolutely free from our floral department. That's cool, man. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm a big rewards I'm a big rewards guy. Big rewards guy. And which probably helped you win the flowers. Um, cool. I will. Uh, all right. So I will. Uh, I can send them anywhere? Yes, and here's how it it works. If you know the person you want to send them to right now and you have all the info, I can take it down in just a matter of minutes. Yeah, I know, I know who I should send them to. I know. Perfect. First, I would just need the 
first and the last name of the person you want to send the flowers to. Okay, first name is Lila, L-I-L-A. Gotcha there, okay. Would you like to put anything on a card? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, say this, okay, I got it. Um, say, you said the rewards thing was a total waste of time. <laughs> Three flowers, <laughs> period, put a period there. Okay. <laughs> and you can, you can add that ha-ha if you want. Okay. And then free flowers and free candy, sucka, and like spell out the sucka like uh, with a lot of T's and K's and A's. She's giving you a hard yeah. time about the reward stuff, huh? Oh my God, you don't even know. Is that, is this your wife or? It's my girlfriend, but but like I have a rewards card for like my rewards cards. So I'm like a big rewards card <laughs> Oh, you're card a big guy. rewards guy. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God, it's like my whole, it's like a religion. How long you guys been together? Sounds like you have got a really fun relationship. Three, like three years now. Oh, three. Congratulations. That's a good amount of time. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it is. Well, then I'll also let you know this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show. It's a radio show. I, 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 I you know, you're too, you were too friendly for those rewards guys. <laughs> <laughs> the whole show's here, man. I'm Nina. Hi, and I'm Victoria. Yeah. And we do a segment, Corey, on the show called To Catch a Cheater, where if you think your significant other might be messing around, they can have us try to. See if you buy that load of crap I was trying to uh-huh. deliver from the grocery store and see if you send flowers to them or to somebody else. So your girlfriend, Lila, is actually on the phone right now. Hi, Corey. What? You, oh, so you think I'm cheating on you. Why would you think that? Why would you think I'm cheating on you and use the radio to do it? So I, I don't, I mean, I trust you, but there was this photo. So Lindsay posted all those photos from when you all went out like a week ago. And in that photo, there's a there's a picture of a girl in your lap, and I could tell because it's your shoes, it's the Nikes that I got for you. So I just I trust you, but I I saw this photo, like there was evidence of a photo, and I oh, I just on. wanted to che- I wanted to check, I wanted to feel like I could trust you. I guess is the point. I I do trust you, but I wanted to make sure that I can. It was kind of dumb. I mean, that that girl was so trashed. She was jumping around the whole night. She was. Completely wrecking the VIP. She was getting pretty handsy with me. I wasn't handsy in return. Um, and she probably did sit on my lap a bunch of times, actually, but didn't mean anything because she was so bombed and blacked out that she was rolling all over everybody. I didn't was, even think was much it, about was it. Was it Valerie? Was it Valerie? Yes, it was Valerie. Yes. She's like, sitting on my lap. She's sitting on everybody's lap, by the way. I kept pushing her off my lap gently, setting her aside, trying to make her <laughs> stop doing it, but she kept doing it to everybody. It's like and a dog like, that just won't stop jumping on your lap. You just pick it up and put it back on the floor. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah, dude. Worse than that, actually, because at least a dog will listen. You know? She wouldn't listen. It was bad, man. No. And so, yeah, she was definitely sitting on my lap, but like everyone's lap. She was probably sitting on the DJ's lap at some point. Does that make you feel better? I mean, I, I think a little bit. I mean, I, again, I trust you, Corey. And I think, like, we've both been to the club before where, like, people get handsy with both of us. But we're together. You know what I mean? Like, if She's it happens in the club. She's like, done it, actually. She, well, I mean, you, uh, you know yourself that Valerie is not even with you. I mean, she gets, I know. She gets like this. So, like, you shouldn't, you know, this is a, you, you, you got this all twisted. Yeah, I guess it's just that, like, usually when we're at the club together, like, we can kind of monitor the situation, and, like, I can see you, you can see me. So this just, I I did get it confused because I think I 
I just saw the photo. I didn't know that you were doing that all night. I couldn't tell that from the photo. So it made me worried. It, it felt like a, like a micro cheat. It felt like a little bit of like you had sort of betrayed something. Babe, all you got to do is ask me. Just next time, just ask. I mean, mm-hmm. you know how I feel about you. You know, you know how serious I am about you. This, you know, and you know yeah. how she is. So, yeah. you know, like, don't, you, know, you come to me, please. I do. I do. I do trust you, and I do know how she is, and I, I love you, you know, so I, I'll come to you next time, whether it's a photo or whether we're there or whether it's, <laughs> you know, Valerie or whoever. Like, I'll just, I'll just come talk to you because that's what trust is about. All right. All right, babe. I think you guys opened up an opportunity, though, for communication with all this. You have clubs in the, in the mix. <laughs> you need to communicate a little harder all, every time. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or maybe just stop going and go, going out with Valerie and her friends. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Jubal Show's To Catch a Cheater. And welcome to the Jubal Show, <laughs> where we cover all of the live, local, late-breaking, hard-hitting news Whoa. with What's Trending with Nina. And now let's send it over to your What's Trending correspondent, Nina. Thank you, Jubal. Loosely breaking news. The Pentagon has had to deny a Fox News conspiracy that Taylor Swift is a government agent. What? Yep, that's right. The Pentagon (laughs) said, as for this conspiracy theory, we're just going to shake it off. Yeah. So. I love it when the government gets cute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The one, the one like 25 year old assistant. Hey, what do we say here? Shake it off. Shake it off one of her songs. I thought that was pretty funny, (laughs) actually. But yeah, yeah, no, apparently some Fox News host had started a conspiracy saying that Taylor Swift is being used by the Democrats to get more votes. What? And to influence the younger generations. So on the news, they said it on the news, and the Pentagon decided to come forward. That's funny and say no. Right? Mm. Is Taylor Swift a Democrat? I don't. Does she speak loudly about politics? I don't feel like I've ever seen her doing that. I don't think she speaks loudly about politics specifically, but I think it's clear that she leans in a direction socially. Sure, of course she leans in that direction. All of Hollywood does. (laughs) Yeah, and socially, yeah. So her politics, though, she doesn't really. Right. But, but she does encourage people to vote. She's a smart businesswoman. She's not going to pick a side. Right. Yeah. yeah, that would be bad for her if she really like went out and hardcore picked a side. Yeah. Well, they're you calling know. her a secret government agent. They're trying to say that she's a secret agent trying to rally the troops How do to we vote in a certain direction. Get them to say that I'm a secret government agent. You have to do something <laughs> do noteworthy. Something. <laughs> Maybe they're right, though. Maybe Taylor Swift is a government agent. I don't Jubal. think so. I could see her as... A, All right, let's see how this process works out in your brain because I don't see it. I I mean, I'm just thinking about her all of a sudden being able to perform in North Korea for the leader. What? Hello. That's been the plan all along. The way he said, hello. Hello. And his eyes just got really big like he was a genius. And then in the middle of shake it off, pistol comes out, right? Whoa. While she's dancing, and then they all get up, try to shoot her. She slow mo, slow mo's around the bullets. <laughs> pew pew. And then boom, hello. This is actually a great Taylor plot Swift. for a movie. It should be a pop star secret agent, but it's not Taylor Swift. Well, oh my gosh, write that. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's actually history for this. Um, the, you, celebrities in the past have been known to actually end up working with the government because they have so much access to other countries. Right. So his, his, the theory really? is it's funny, but it's actually really? has happened in the past. In the in the Wild. the 40s and the 50s, there were a lot oh, of celebrities who were co 
co-opted by the federal government to go into other countries on their tours and stuff like that yeah. and do uh, gather some information. And I will tell you, if I was ever mega famous, I'd hit up the president and be like, can I get on your team? One of the Did ways they got El Chapo was because of... Um, yes, that actress. Wait, what? Yeah, what? Well, an actor. Oh, maybe I made it up. Maybe an actress. <laughs> Wasn't it... I don't know. He... Uh, wait. Who is it? It's like Johnny Depp or something. What do you One do? of those type of guys. I don't think it was Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp was involved in something. What? Yeah. But with El Chapo? I don't know if it was El Chapo, but he was involved with something because he was doing some kind of documentary. Like yeah, so the guy was going to, whoever it was, was going to. They were saying it was Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yeah. He was going to play El Chapo or make a movie that about guy. El Chapo. Uh-huh. And he was able to contact, get in contact with El Chapo, probably because the government helped him. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> El Chapo agreed to sit down with him to talk about the movie because he thought Sean Penn would do a good job with his story. That's what? So and then that's how the government was able to pinpoint one of his locations one time. I think he still got away that time. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, for effort. And then there's Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong-un. Or Il. Kim Jong-il. Like, they're buddies. Really? What? Dennis Rodman's always in North Korea. Yeah, he goes and plays basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so, huh. are, this is like conspiracy stuff? Like, even no. though we know that they do that, like, what's the purpose? Like, are we No, nervous? Dennis Rodman went there publicly with the purpose of negotiating peace with North Korea. Yeah. Wait, really? And the government, yeah. the government wanted him to because... He, because Kim Jong Il wanted to meet Dennis Rodman because that dude loves basketball. Wow. What? I'm and just while, saying there, there is there is precedent for yeah. this. Mm-hmm. If Taylor wants to be an ambassador for the United States, she could totally do that. And I don't want to say that I know things, but I do know. <laughs> during that meeting with Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong Il, Dennis Rodman planted a little seed. Was like, hey, my girl Tay Tay. <laughs> He's a huge fan and would love to come out and perform for you. So what percentage of this conversation is true? All of it. I think 10. What, however much my part was. That's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the Pentagon saying shake it off was 100% true. <laughs> so that's what's trending. Brought to you by Muckle Shoe Bingo in Auburn. Anybody <laughs> who knows what they meant by that knows. Code word. Right? You're home for, <laughs> for machine go. <laughs> I would kick it over Dennis Robin and Taylor Swift hanging all right, I might get yelled at for this one, but I feel like the entitlement of wedding culture is just completely out of control. Like, we want to be grown adults choosing to have these elaborate, expensive ceremonies where the cost gets put onto your guests and your wedding party, and yet also keep traditions from when weddings were between two teenagers in their hometown. Like, the whole concept of a registry was created for two people moving from their parents' home to the first home they ever shared, where they, like, didn't even have plates. And now wedding registries are for two 30-year-olds choosing to have a five-star resort wedding in Mexico to be able to add to their Le Creuset collection. Like, I'm sorry, if people are spending hundreds or even thousands of dollars and precious vacation days to attend your wedding like that's the gift people have budgets and other weddings to attend and maybe eventually their own to throw and if you're putting yourself in a position financially where you need to recoup the money from your guests that you chose to invest in your own wedding like that's a you problem and even for bridal parties like if you're gonna make your friend buy a 200 dollars dress she's never gonna wear again you better not also expect a present i just think we've created a culture where people feel totally entitled to making their special day a financial burden for everyone who cares about them and i think it's worth questioning She's not entirely wrong. She ended that video with, not by the way, I'm getting married. Go to my Amazon wish list. <laughs> but also, that's how you say Le, le Creuset? Huh? That was Le Creuset. I don't that's even so know great. what that is. I, I'm still, I, this is a real, feels very foreign to me. <laughs> those are those Dutch ovens I was talking about. Anyway. Oh! Oh, yeah. oh that's what you do when you put the covers over the head. Yeah, it's exactly. A, I'm what? giving you a Le Creuset. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> right. Is that coming? It's the Jubal Show, and it's true. Weddings are ridiculously expensive. And one couple is making international headlines because of what they did to save money on their wedding. It went viral, and now people are saying it's either a great idea or just a great way to get arrested. 
Okay. <laughs> so a coffee shop in Indianapolis called Mansion Society is in the news after a couple held a pop-up wedding there, but uh, they didn't ask permission. <laughs> Guys, have you seen all the drama that's kicked off in this coffee shop in America? It's absolutely insane. This little coffee shop in Indiana in America, or just really cute. They post on New Year's Eve that they had an eventful day that they needed to share. Soon enough, there was a full bridal and groomsman party, a wedding officiant, wedding photographers and patrons leaving personal items, including wedding gifts, coats, purses, all over the coffee shop. Like, just walked in and completely took it over, just out of the blue. A bride walked in and proceeded to have a wedding ceremony. <laughs> they just showed up to this coffee shop with 20 to 30 guests, didn't say anything, <laughs> and then just started the wedding ceremony in the corner of the store. And the owners were not happy about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. Could you, I mean, could you imagine? That's like somebody walking into your home. Just like, hey, we're having a wedding here. But what do you do? Do you kick them out? I mean, there's, the public's like watching. I would. Well, you know, <laughs> you go even more viral. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing that sucks about this so much, though, it's like a look at me moment. Like, it yeah. doesn't feel like you're attending my wedding. You're attending me creating a scene inside yeah. of a coffee shop. Not right. my love. You're watching me make a scene. And now everybody is debating on whether they're jerks or this is a great way to save money on a wedding. I see when I first saw the story, I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> Just show up and do a wedding wherever. That way you don't get gout, price gouged for the event. This coffee shop where this happened, where they had the pop-up wedding, I guess they charge $500 for private events, which is not a lot of its wedding, but if you told them it was a wedding, that 500 would be 5,000. Right. You know? Just say it's so, a private event. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing there is, though, so this this coffee shop does private events, so you literally just stole from them. But If the coffee shop didn't do private events, it's just a corner coffee shop, and there's just people that sipping coffee, and there's no private event thing, right? Then I kind of don't mind this. It sounds kind of fun, especially if you include everybody around, and maybe you pay for everybody's coffee in the coffee shop or something like oh. that. That would be a great way to do it. But if they actually provide this as a service, then you've that's theft. But I read somewhere that the couple, once they found out like how viral this is going, they emailed the coffee shop and was like, hey, we'll give a donation of $200. <laughs> I mean, that is one way to save on wedding venue costs, but still. And they actually did post a video of the wedding happening, but they said they didn't do anything because they were just so shocked. And I feel like the wildest bit that apparently this all happened in the space of about 15 minutes. <laughs> they said that apparently some of the people there were even stopping people from walking into the coffee shop because the wedding was going on and people were getting in the way of the wedding photographer's pictures. Oh. <laughs> I guess they must have thought that it had been rented because they say in their post that they were asking us to take coats, purses, and watches as if like they were working for them. To be fair, the coffee shop were really good about it. They said we debated not sharing today's event. But if people want to have a full-on wedding with photographers, efficiency and everything, maybe give them a little bit of warning and maybe pay them. Honestly, the audacity some people have is just insane. Yeah. Text in 41061. Do you think what this couple did is okay or do you think that it's criminal because basically they're stealing money showing up at a venue and having a pop-up wedding? The owners of the coffee shop say that they didn't stop it because if footage of them interrupting the wedding went viral, the internet might cancel the coffee shop. Oh, That sucks that they had to think about that. It is. Because that's their property. Right. They should have the right to go, no, 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 no. Should I wait for the moment of silence to object here? <laughs> or should I just go ahead, get to that part. I'll wait until that part. I object because you guys didn't pay to be here. You showed up to my coffee shop. I can't get customers in. This is a big no-no. Leave my facility, please. However... If you think about it, oh. the coffee shop 
is coming up out of this story because we're talking about this mansion coffee shop in Indianapolis that nobody's heard of until now. So if you're in Indianapolis, I don't know, you're probably like, hey, let's go to that coffee shop where that wedding was because it must be a beautiful place if you're going to have a wedding there. That's true. Right. Coffee shop is winning. And if they were smart, which maybe they've done, they would post online and be like, hey, we're the we're the best wedding venue in the world. Look, people are having <laughs> pop-up weddings here. You can also come have a wedding here. No It'll cost you 50 either. grand now. <laughs> yeah. I'll say I do to the triple grande right. whatever. Uh, oh, man. The uh-huh. audacity. Gosh, I love that word because those, those people had some serious audacity. Well, this is just like I follow this thing on social called Main Character. And it's basically people just having all sorts of disregard for everybody else around them and being the main character in everybody else's life, not just their own. Yeah. And it's this behavior that I think is honestly, I hate it. He sounds so annoyed. Right. I, I am so annoyed by this. Like, you have no respect for anybody. You think you getting your video, you getting your picture is the most important thing. Like, right. forget about it. Yeah. You're probably going to get divorced anyway. Half people do. Okay. Damn. Well, that's why, <laughs> that's why I was saying hearing what they did could save you money on your next wedding. Because most people do, right? So, and your next wedding, if you are, if you get divorced in your next wedding, I think the next wedding is usually pretty easy. Anybody that I've known that has gotten divorced and they have another wedding, it's always like, yeah, I mean, who knows? We're just going to go to the courthouse. Well, it depends on who you marry because if it's that person's first wedding, no, excuse me, we're having a wedding. <laughs> Says the girl who's dated divorced men. What's <laughs> that wedding? <laughs> Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hey, what's up? Hey, you have hi. A d- dirty little secret? Yeah. Sweet, what is it? <laughs> I'm dating my sister's ex right now. Oh. oh. And would your sister yeah. not be happy about that? She would be furious. I mean, here's the thing. It's only been a couple of months, and it's basically, it's not really a relationship. It's basically a situationship, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. But, like, he's just mega hot, and I can't. Stop. So like <laughs> hanging out. Mega hot. Huh. Wait, why did your sister and him break up? Ooh. It was bad. Like, just one thing after another. I don't know. Both of them. It was just like a toxic relationship or whatever. So, I don't know. I'm not in a relationship with him, really. I mean, my sister's addicted to the drama of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not. I don't know. It sounds like it runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your sister going to do if she finds out? She'll be so mad. She'll be like crazy. But I mean, I don't know, maybe this will run its course before she ever knows. Like, yeah. Would this affect holidays? She'd be that mad? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Nice. Are you thinking about like some Mr. Mega Hot? Are you thinking about dating him, like dating him, dating him? Or are you just like. No. You know? No, I like, like, what's it going on right now? He's just a toy Solid. for you. <laughs> a little boy it's, toy. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like really fun. It was like fun during like holiday time and stuff. But I don't know. We'll have to see, but at the moment, it's a little dicey with my sister, you know. (laughs) Well, thank you for telling us your dirty little secret, and good luck with everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. What's your dirty little secret? Hello? What's up? You have a dirty little secret? Uh, Yeah. Oh, sweet. What is it? I do. Okay, my dirty little secret is I'm a 30-year-old woman, but I like to collect dolls and dress them up. Oh, funsies. Okay. What what kind of dolls? 
Oh, it ranges from like Barbie to American Girl dolls to whatever I can find in a flea market or thrift store. Or if I see one on the side of the road, I'll rescue it. Oh, you're a doll rescue. (laughs) (laughs) What is it about it that you love? Um, I don't know. I like to be able to manipulate their little bodies. I have like 500 of them just in my basement and in my main level, about another thousand. I just hide them everywhere. Oh, dang. But sometimes I'll amputate like an arm or something. How does your significant other feel about this? That's your question after she says she likes to amputate an arm? (laughs) That's what you want with? (laughs) My cats are okay with it. Oh. Oh. Because they're probably doing it too. (laughs) Well, thank you for telling us your dirty little secret. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. What's your dirty little secret? Text Jubal to 41061. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.